The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Governor Glenn Youngkin outlined the 2022 Virginia Energy Plan yesterday during a press conference in Lynchburg. The plan would change course from recent policies set by Democrats. Patrick Larson reports. The governor says Virginia shouldn't have set energy goals 30 years in advance with the Clean Economy Act, which requires major utilities to close carbon-emitting power plants by 2050. Instead, he says Virginia should try to maintain reliability and low energy costs. And the way we are going to accomplish this is with an all-of-the-above approach. Youngkin says solely relying on wind and solar would increase monthly bills and could even result in blackouts, arguing natural gas plants should stay online and that the state should invest in more nuclear energy. Environmental advocates say a reliable zero-carbon grid is possible if Virginia invests in it, and that continuing to burn fossil fuels will continue to worsen the impacts of climate change. Patrick Larson, VPM News. Yesterday, parts of Hampton Roads were preparing for significant tidal flooding in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. Paul Bebo from partner station WHRO has details. When flooding happens, the impacts are uneven and hit already vulnerable populations the hardest. This is according to Nicole Hutton at Old Dominion University. At the household level, um, particularly where there's already environmental justice concerns in neighborhoods, Um, This flooding can limit access to resources, um, and so that'll cause additional strain. Hutton said floodwater might also stir up pollutants and debris that can cause illness after the emergency is over. She added some neighborhoods, like Norfolk St. Paul's area, were improving, and she said something many locals might be able to relate to. I think we hear a lot about how coastal areas need to be resilient. And sometimes as as a citizen here myself, I don't want to be resilient anymore. I would like uh, this to just not be happening quite so often where I didn't have to be so resilient. Hutton says she'll be checking traffic apps as she heads home from work. That was Paul Bebo reporting. The Minokan Glass House Project in Warsaw is getting a million dollars from the state. Minokin is the former home of Francis Lightfoot Lee, one of two brothers from the Northern Neck who signed the Declaration of Independence. According to News on the Neck, the grant will help the project to install architectural glass to preserve the remains of the house while allowing visitors to see the inside. The funding will also help pay for educational programs as well as free public access to the historic site. The Virginia NAACP has launched a campaign to change appointed school boards to elected ones. Megan Polly reports. While most school board members in Virginia are selected by voters, some are still appointed by other elected officials like city council or boards of supervisors. Robert Barnett is president of the Virginia NAACP. 
His group has launched a statewide campaign to survey community members in all localities with appointed school boards to see if there's a desire to switch. Appointed school boards is a, I call, leftover remedy of the Jim Crow area where African-Americans and other ethnic groups were left out of the conversation about representation of members in government. Barnett says people of color have largely been left out of the conversation in Hanover County, too. But he thinks an elected school board would help change that. He's also hoping to get this issue on the ballot and is collecting signatures so voters can weigh in on it next year. Megan Pauley, VPM News. A new affordable housing complex could rise from the site of an abandoned school in Richmond's south side. Richmond City Council recently authorized the sale of Oak Grove School near Manchester for $500,000, according to the Richmond Times-Dispatch. The sale is conditioned on the developers completing the project within the next five years and rent-level restrictions over a 30-year term. The project's 220 rental units will be reserved for those making an average of 60% of the area median income. Its 15 townhomes are for those making 80% of the area median income. Oak Grove School first opened in 1913. Students and teachers moved to a new building in 2013. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.